Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. And Biden's battle with the teleprompter continues. Here's a, here's a little pro tip for you. Please stop reading quotes. Joe Biden cannot read a quote from a teleprompter. They're going to start out with a little bit of lighter stuff. It is Monday morning, but we've got some very serious stuff to talk about. Folks, the world is on fire right now. Uh, you got protests breaking out in Israel because they simply want some accountability over the court system. Uh, you've got protests breaking out in France, proving to you again, power lies with the people. Now, you may say, but Dan, these are leftist protests. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We should be taking our strategic advice. If it's working for them, their uh, tactics and their strategy, then we should be saying, well, what are they doing that's working? Why is it working? Maybe we should incorporate these tactics, too. That's what they fear most. And then AOC, I try not to cover this idiot too much, but what an epic fraud with regards to TikTok. A lot going on there. Yeah, I, I know. And it, it, Joe's already laughing because it's just yeah. how she gets away with this stupidity really speaks to her audience as much as it speaks to her. Folks, going online without ExpressVPNs like using your smartphone without a protective case. Most of the time, you're probably fine, but all it takes is one drop onto concrete to make you wish you protected it. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, your online data is not secured. Any hacker on the same network can steal your personal data. It doesn't even take a lot of technical knowledge to hack someone. Do you know that? Your data is valuable. Hackers can make up to $1,000 per person selling personal info on the dark web. That's why I use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN creates a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so your sensitive data can't be stolen in between. It's super secure and it's so easy to use. Fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected. It works on all devices, phones, laptops, tablets, and more, so you can stay secure even on the go. Secure your online data today by visiting my link at expressvpn.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's express, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. And you can get an extra three months free. Again, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Protect your privacy today. Joseph, it's a Monday. Let's go, daddy Happy Monday, and let's yeah. go, bro. It's, it's going to be a big week, a uh, huge week for us. A lot of news I'm expecting this week. We've got the Trump thing going on, the Trump DeSantis thing heating up. You've got chaos around the world in France and Israel as libs take to the streets. And you have Joe Biden consistently battling with the teleprompter. So for a Monday morning, uh, by the way, I, just to be clear here, uh, it's not funny that we have a commander in chief in charge who liberals claim to adore, who cannot speak in complete sentences and obviously has some frontal lobe deficit. Uh, none of that's funny. However, the man continues to try to read quotes from poets and authors in a teleprompter. And the battle with the teleprompter isn't working. He keeps getting tapped out by the teleprompter, UFC style. Here's the latest episode. Check this out. In the words of a Canadian poet, Lieutenant Colonel John McCree, still called to us from Flanders Field, echoing their charge through the ages. And I quote it, to you from falling, from failing, excuse me, to you from failing hands, we throw the torch to you to hold it high. Just stop putting quotes in the prompter for this guy. Whoa. It's obviously not working. Just stop putting quotes in the prompter. All right, enough with this guy. Just I, it's, it's a Monday morning and easy into a Monday afternoon for some. Easy into the show a little bit. So something happened this weekend that's important. Folks, TikTok is obviously a, a, a Chinese Communist Party surveillance tool being used to culturally destroy the United States of America. 
I'm going to give you my position on TikTok and the hearings going on. I guess the whatever you want to call news peg for this. And the reason we're talking about this now is the CEO of TikTok was up in front of Congress and basically admitted, as we covered last week, that the Chinese Communist Party has access to and is using your data through the parent company ByteDance. Now, ordinarily, that would disturb a lot of people. You're like, wait, a nuclear powered Communist Party sworn enemy of the United States, China, the biggest political foe and most dangerous enemy of the United States we've ever had in human history. There's never been an enemy as powerful as China who is moving to par with us economically and militarily. That they're engaged in mass surveillance and cultural intrusion into the United States to try to disrupt and pollute our culture while surveilling us would be a big deal. Now, the biggest fraud in Congress is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. An imbecile number one, a fraud number two. I can tell because I'm not sure she manages her own Twitter all the time. She tweets stuff. She gets humiliated by people who fact check her. And then you can tell she responds, what is she, claps back or whatever. And you can tell her staff had to intervene to save her from herself. So here's this idiot now, AOC, who I'll show you why she's a fraud in a minute. But now she's shilling for the Chinese Communist Party, which I guess isn't a big surprise. She's a communist herself. Here she is. There's a company out there, TikTok, destroying your kids, feeding them sex, uh, uh, drugs, and, and, and all kinds of nasty stuff on this For You page and other things they're doing. And AOC doesn't seem to care one bit. Here she is. She's uh, starting up a TikTok account just to give you all parents out there the middle finger. Take a listen. So why would we be proposing a ban regarding such a significant issue without being included on this at all? It just doesn't feel right to me. And additionally, this case needs to be made to the public. We are a government by the people and for the people. And if we want to make a decision as significant as banning TikTok, and we believe or someone believes that there's really important information that the public deserves to know about why such a decision would be justified, that information should be shared with the public. So just to be clear, because you heard it again, you heard it. I played her words. I'm not characterizing her words. I'm using her words. That this is a, quote, significant decision that we should slow down on banning TikTok. Matter of fact, she's starting up a TikTok account, posting her first TikTok. Really? Is this tweet from the same AOC? Because it has the blue checkmark account. It says at AOC. Look at the date. This was January of 2021. Here's epic fraud, low-level imbecile, AOC. Good to see this development from Apple and Google Play. What are you going to do about apps being used to organize violence on your platform? What's the article she's quote tweeting there or she's putting in her tweet? Apple threatening to ban Parler from the App Store. Oh, something I lived through. Now, does anyone else see the fraudulent, hypocritical, grotesque nature of this first degree imbeciles tweet? She wants Parler, an American company, Back in 2021, she sanctions and, and, and puts her imprimatur, her stamp of approval, her thumbprint on wiping Parler off the Internet, an American company, because she doesn't like the content. She has no evidence whatsoever that Parler had some outsized role in an insurrection or whatever you want to call it. None. No more so than any other social media company. And she's happy. It's, quote, good to see 
that Apple and Google, two trillion dollar companies, she claims to hate all these big organized big businesses because she's a commie, but she loves them when they ban an American company. But a Chinese Communist Party app pumping propaganda to your kids to decimate our culture. They don't feed the same propaganda to their kids in China. Their version of TikTok feeds them educational material, patriotic material, why they should love the Chinese Communist Party, faux patriotism in that case, but propaganda nonetheless designed to get them to love their country. In the United States, they feed us sex. They feed us booty shaking. You can get there's drugs, access to drugs on there. And AOC loves it. And it doesn't strike anyone as odd that this epic fraud loser of a human being wants American companies banned because she doesn't like that they're run by free speech advocates for she because she's a commie while simultaneously fighting against the ban for Chinese Communist Party apps. Girls are the devil. Now, because I'm not AOC and I'm not a complete, total fraud. I'll get to our motivation coming up in a minute. Let me tell you where I stand. Ladies and gentlemen, TikTok, disclosure here, which is an obvious one. It's not a necessary one, but an obvious one and a necessary one for me. TikTok is a competitor to a company I own a significant amount of shares in, Rumble. We have a, we have a, a, a vertical micro blog, vlog platform too, that rivals TikTok. We have a significant video business that rivals TikTok. We're a smaller company than they are, a lot smaller, but we're a business partner. It's fairly obvious that a ban of TikTok would benefit us. However, I don't support a ban. What I do support is they should divest. They should divest from the Chinese Communist Party. The data should be absolutely secured. Any Chinese Communist Party influence should be severed. If those conditions aren't agreed to, then yes, the company needs to go. So you may say, well, Dan, you know, you're not saying anything that much different from AOC. Exactly. The point is, she's a total fraud who changes her position based on who owns the company. Free speech advocates, whatever they may be, or however you characterize them, own or manage parlor, uh, you know, had some role in parlor. I wasn't a manager, but had some equity in parlor. You definitely got to ban that. Chinese Communist Party owns TikTok. I think I could be cool to young people. No, 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 don't ban that. Don't ban. Matter of fact, I'll go over there. Weird how she probably won't start an account on True Social or Parlor or Rumble or anywhere else, even though they have American owners in that company or owners that are, uh, are don't belong to Communist Party governments. But she has no problem going over to TikTok and nobody finds this strange at all. Now, in case you think I'm exaggerating the thread here, here is a, uh, a guy, he was on my show. He's an expert in this material and what's going on with TikTok. He was on my Fox show this weekend and I asked him a question. Sean Davis was on my radio show from The Federalist and he said, Dan, this app needs to go, TikTok, in its current status. If it's a Chinese Communist Party surveillance app. And he gave an analogy. You guys, this was a good one. This was a good, this kind of really hammered it home to me. He said, Dan, back in the Cold War, if Russian radios are being sold here that broadcast exclusively Russian propaganda and culturally destructive material during the Cold War, 
And then the radio somehow collected your personal data to ship back to uh, the Soviet Union. These things would be banned immediately. It's interesting that's what TikTok is doing is AOC's defending it. So I asked this guy, my guest, this guy, uh, Shailon, I asked him about it. And he's an expert in this. And I want you to listen very closely. It's a short clip. But he says what TikTok is up to here in the United States, including targeting us for viruses here. Listen to this. What you end up seeing here is a national security risk, right? We, with the CCP and Biden's uh, being directly controlled by the CCP, with some of the top C-level uh, executives at the company uh, being members and high-level members of the CCP, where the data is being fed directly into their AI algorithm that could be used for weapon systems, could be used for misinformation, uh, could be used to effectively collect and gather data. They're doing a lot of research right now in uh, you know the CCP with uh, DNA and even targeting uh, Americans. With with uh, potential viruses. Hmm. So they're feeding your kids and your data into AI systems to develop weapons, target them for potential viruses. And, and, and AOC's all in. But Parler had to be taken down. Definitely. And you know what? While you're at it, because Rumble supports free speech, they'll target them too. Tell me again how this woman has a shred of human dignity or credibility anymore. I'd love her to explain that. My guess is, because I'll try to get in her insane head. My guess is she's going to make the case, well, I just said it was a good idea. I didn't say take them down. Okay, now you're just playing stupid with everyone. You're using your position as a powerful member of Congress. For some reason, young idiots find your stupidity appealing. And you're using that power to get a, an American company wiped off the internet because you just don't like their management and their commitment to free speech. You just don't like it. But then when it comes to the Chinese Communist Party and you think you can politically benefit by being the savior of TikTok, despite the destruction, what I just told you just heard the guest on my Fox show say what they're doing. You don't care one bit. Targeting your kids intentionally for propaganda while stealing their data to potentially target us for viruses and weapons development later? This is a national security threat. It's crazy that I'm actually out here defending a path forward for this platform through a reasonable divestiture and securing of our data walled off from China. While these, you know, me, because I actually have some coherent set of principles because I'm afraid where this is going to go down. AOC has none, zero human dignity at all. Well, if, if they divest themselves, I bet you most of our listeners would find it reasonable that they stay as long, where they as are. As long as it's with some accountability. Yeah, yes. I think so too. And I think a lot of people like the app. I, I think they like the app the way, uh, the way it's organized. I think they like the for you page. They like the algorithm. Unfortunately, the algorithm is feeding data into the Chinese Communist Party. Now, interestingly enough, Joe, why do you think AOC, who again, as, as the dignity of a speckled toad sloth, uh, why do you think AOC is all on board with defending TikTok? Oh, I don't know. Follow the money, folks. Every time when you're Bingo. looking for an answer, follow that bread, man. Here is a great article in Red State. It's in my newsletter today, Bongino.com. Slash newsletter if you want to check it out. AOC simped for TikTok and walked right into an unbelievable corruption scandal 
by Banshee. A new report is casting doubt on her motivation. According to Fox, TikTok's parent company gave the Hispanic Congressional Caucus Foundation $150,000 back in December. Guess who sits on the advisory board of that foundation? Wow, AOC. Stop. Wow. What a shocker that is. That's just crazy. That's so weird. That's so weird. Always follow the money, folks. Always follow that bread, man. Woman is a total sellout and a fake and a phony and a fraud. She is a phony, fake fraud. Can't give a damn about anything. Now, even more hilarious is the media coverage of this. The media, again, their one job is to give people facts. Not the op-ed column, that's opinion editorial. Your job is to give people the facts of what's going on in a story and let them make their own opinions, right? The media, the Washington Post and the New York Times and these liberal goon activists actively pushed for Parler to be deplatformed after January 6th, despite zero evidence whatsoever. They had any outsized role in anything involved with what they called the insurrection. The media loved it. They loved it. Now, here you go. The Washington Post. Amazing how they don't attack AOC and go after her for being a sellout. But this is fascinating. They're really concerned about Getter. Getter, which again is a competitor to True Social. I I don't have any ownership in True Social, but I enjoy using the site. So Getter, which is another, I guess what you'd say, free speech platform that was designed to counter uh, Twitter when they were still run by leftists. Of course, it became a target. The Washington Post is very concerned about a Guao Wang Wee who, uh, uh, according to their report, allegedly has some management of the company. And he's an indicted Chinese exile who controls Getter, ex-employees say. And they're really worried. You're really really worried about that? But you're not worried about AOC, one of the most powerful members of Congress, shilling for a Chinese Communist Party control app, accumulating data on your kids to target them potentially with weapons use? You're not worried about any of that. This is the story. I don't even use Getter. Zero stake in Getter at all. Trying to show you what frauds they are. I'm going to play this one quick video, too. It was a commentator. Who's he on? CNN. Saying how the Democrats have a real political problem here. You see how none of this is about principle at all? Every person, sane, reasonable, doesn't have frontal lobe dementia like Joe Biden. Understands right now that TikTok is a cultural nuclear bomb launched on the United States to destroy us from the inside out. Everyone. They know the path. I don't want to ban it, but you need to divest and run the company like a legitimate free company, not a propaganda machine for the Chinese Communist Party. The Democrats know this. But the reason you're seeing Democrats come out like AOC and Jamal Bowman and other absolute sellouts for communists, communist sellouts, bought and sold shills for communism, The reason you're seeing them go to bat for TikTok is simply because they think it's cool, not because they care about your kids, they care about the country or anything like that. Here, here's uh, this commentator on uh, CNN saying the quiet part out loud. There wasn't 150 million people who voted in the last midterm, right? (laughs) Talk about an energizing uh, thing to do. Look, we don't do very good at historically at banning things either that are are really popular. This is a billion-dollar industry. You've got people in the gig economy, young people making a lot of money on this. It is a problem, the idea of banning it. Sorry, NBC. 
I mean, same political leanings. You see, he says the quiet part out loud. Notice how he doesn't care at all. <laughs> My phone, Siri, did you catch that? That's awesome. Siri. <laughs> did you catch it? He doesn't care at all and doesn't mention how there were creators on Parler, there were creators on Rumble, there were creators on other free speech-centered platforms. Doesn't care about that at all. They're only worried about the politics of a Chinese Communist Party app. Because why? What they perceive to be the young, cool kids who will vote for them in the future. They really like it. Yeah, but they're all being destroyed, being fed destructive material to rot their brains from the inside out like that fungus from that video game. Oh, they don't care. Not not an ounce of human dignity with these people at all. All right, folks, there is something really important going on right now in Israel. I don't do a lot of foreign policy on the show because there's enough happening in the United States. However, you have a mate. Look at me. You have a horse horse blinkers on here, man. You have a major opportunity to learn something from what's going on in Israel right now. We can co-opt their tactics and use them against them, but we can let them steamroll us. There are ways to win this fight. We just have to be smart about it. I'll get to that in a second. Today's show also brought to you by Birch Gold Group. Inflation has consequences. You're seeing it now. Feds are raising rates to try to combat inflation. It's not working. You're seeing the market get crushed. Bonds get crushed. Gold, got, you know, gold going up in value. Because why? It's very rare for bonds and stocks to go down at the same time. You're seeing it because the economy's in total chaos. So you got to protect yourself. The recent surge in gold prices shows why gold has been historically a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. That's why I've been a big advocate for gold. That's why I buy gold multiple times. The only company I trust to help you diversify into gold is Birch Gold Group. I buy my gold from them. You can do the same. Text Dan to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k that's tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, gold and silver. The best part, it's tax sheltered. Text Dan, my first name. Do it today to 989898. To claim your free info kit on gold today with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, me included. Birch Gold's who I trust to protect, uh, protect my future and yours. Text Dan to 989898 today. Past performance on a guarantee of future results. Message and data rate supply. Thanks, Birch Gold. Uh, folks, as you can see in this uh, AP article, uh, here's the long and short of what's going on in Israel because I got a lot to get to today and there is a lot happening here as well. Benjamin Netanyahu the prime minister is leading the most conservative government they've had in modern in the modern history of Israel. The judicial system in Israel is a total mess. There is a panel. They basically appoint themselves. They have the power to, in essence, overrule any law based on whatever grounds of reason they pick. They're, it's basically a super legislature, their court system. You say, wait, they're not, they're not, um, Nominated and confirmed by any kind of a political process. It's all inside baseball. Yes. Oh, and they protect themselves. Now, liberals love this because just like in the United States, the legal field in Israel is dominated by who? The libs. And there's nothing the libs love more than a super legislature in black robes. Now, the irony of this is Netanyahu's trying to get some simple accountability here that there's going to be political nominations, that way they're accountable, 
and confirmations, just like we're done in the United States, to make sure that the judiciary doesn't get out of hand and try to take on powers it doesn't have. Checks, balances, balances, checks. The libs are losing their minds. They're trying to destroy the country. They're shutting down the airports. They're striking. You've got allegations of military folks not showing up for duty. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big deal. Now, it's a story liberals love. Why? They love this story because this is an example of the power of the streets the liberals have coveted for so long. And and it's why they feared the Tea Party so much because it was the first time we took a lesson from them and applied it to us. This is a huge opportunity for us to learn from them. Folks, they're getting shaky right now. Netanyahu's government, which has stood strong, is getting a little shaky on this. I hope they don't. They need this judicial reform. They need it now. International money is flowing into Israel right now from liberals around the world to make sure that one of the world's most powerful democracies, Israel, does not lose its liberal grip over the court system. They understand powers in the streets. But so should you. You know, I brought this up last week. It's happening in France, too. Both funded by liberals. France is not objecting to a court reform. Uh, the French protests in the street, dominated by liberal international money, are because they don't want to raise the retirement age in France because their equivalent of their social security system is going broke. Do they care it's going broke? No, they don't care. Just like they don't care that Israel has a super legislature in black robes. And it's so odd that the same liberals funding in the United States an effort to disempower the conservative-leaning Supreme Court here is making an effort to empower by keeping in power the liberal Supreme Court in Israel. But Dan, they're two contradictory positions. You mean like banning parlor while supporting TikTok? Yes, exactly. They're not contradictory. They're only contradictory in their minds because their principles power. AOC's like, yes, I have the power here. I can stay in power by helping out young kids on TikTok, even though it's screwing our kids over. And I can stay in power by getting rid of the opposition, parlor, rumble, and free speech platforms that may be able to speak freely. That's not hypocritical to her. It's the same thing to libs. The courts are not working in the United States because there's a conservative lean on the Supreme Court, so we need to destroy it. The courts are working in, uh, in Israel because it's run by liberals, so we need to reinforce it, even shutting down the country and opening them up to a terror attack to do it. You understand the kind of evil we're dealing with here? This is nothing more than narrative control. Far right. Israel government. Gee, you've seen it, right? Far right government. Takeover of power. The judiciary system in Israel already took over power. They're trying to incorporate checks and balances into a system. Narrative control. It's everything to them. Remember, when liberals protest, ladies and gentlemen, it's democracy in action. When Republicans protest and conservatives, it's a riot. It's an insurrection. It's a riot. But what's happening in Israel, despite absolutely reasonable reforms, 100% reasonable reforms to put some check on an out-of-control legal branch in Israel. This is democracy in action. Learn. Learn. Ladies and gentlemen, the power is in the streets. It has always been in the streets. Now, when you lose power, when you lose power, Please listen clearly here. This is important. When you lose power and when you lose the narrative is when violence is involved. 
When violence is involved, you even see the left get flustered. They'll embarrass and humiliate themselves. Oh, mostly peaceful as a building's burning down. Listen, the left loves shock troops in the streets to scare you, but they're still having a difficult time with the proliferation of social media and video content everywhere, hiding what in the past they used to do quietly. Their violence. Their violence in the street. I don't mean quietly. They did it quietly. I mean that it didn't spread. They could, they could cover it up better. If Cronkite didn't cover it, it didn't happen. They can't do that anymore. So they're having a problem dealing with the, what they know they need, violence in the streets, okay? They have no problem with dealing with us if it gets violent, like some did on January 6th. It's, an, it's automatic, automatically an insurrection. And the worst thing since the Civil War, everybody needs to be treated like terrorists and thrown in the gulag. But when it's not violent, the left doesn't know what to do if it's a conservative protest. They'll fabricate the violence. Remember the Tea Party, Joe? Remember the protest up on Capitol Hill? They were like, they called Emmanuel Cleaver a racist name. Like, really? There's a thousand cameras. How did nobody catch that? Eh. They spit on him. It's weird. Nobody caught that either. They have to make stuff up. What I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, is nonviolent protest in the streets that is organized, that is organized, that shows them who's the power. We are the power source. We the people is real. It's not a slogan. It's not a bumper sticker. We the people have the power. It's our power. They operate by consent to the government. The left knows this. That's why they want to dominate and own the streets, and they need narrative control. They need to shut us down from getting out there, and they need to make sure that they get out there and keep their people out there with narrative control like their protests or democracy in action. I'll show you what I mean in a second with video of how they always do this flipperoo. We conservatives protest peacefully when it does get violent and it does happen occasionally. We call it out. The libs do no such thing. I'll show you what I mean in a second. I'll go anywhere. Narrative control is everything to them. Let me get to my next sponsor first. Omaha Steaks. I've been in Omaha Steaks uh, family, my family for a long time. Why? Because the food is just simply amazing. It's delicious. They were, I've been a customer way before they were a, uh, uh, buying ads on this show. Springs in the air can only mean one thing, spring grilling. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to spring into something delicious with their semi-annual sale. With 50% off site-wide, grab all your favorites. Like their perfectly aged tender steaks, ocean fresh seafood, juicy burgers, gilos, and decadent desserts. Plus, when you go to omahasteaks.com and you use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout, you'll get an additional $30 off your order. It's the perfect way to get fired up and spring into something special. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com, use code Bongino at checkout, take advantage of this deal. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, and you're going to want to hurry because 50% off site-wide, only happening for a limited amount of time. So don't miss your chance to save. Go to omahasteaks.com, use code Bongino, get this delicious food, and at checkout, get an additional $30 off when you shop their semi-annual sale today. Don't miss out. It's great food. Minimum order may be required. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Narrative control, ladies and gentlemen. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> he knows I'm hungry. He knows I'm hungry. You know this guy. I'm well telling done. you, he has like, he has like these, 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 uh, these carry like Stephen King psychological powers to get to. But you know that. You know I'm hungry. You can just tell. <laughs> narrative control. Narrative control is everything. It is so important to them. That's why the media and their control of Twitter was such a big deal. They want to make out like what's happening right now is democracy in Israel when it's the exact opposite. They understand the power of the streets. But listen to this representative, Stacey Plaskett. This is her this weekend. She does dipsy do. She's asked about the prosecution, uh, uh, more like the persecution of Trump by, uh, by Twinkies up in New York, Alvin Bragg, right? 
She does this magic flipperoo where the police state Democrats, this is what I addressed on my Fox show this weekend, how they always accuse you of what they're doing. And the reason it works is nobody ever calls them out. The, the uh, liberal commentator on the network here just is like, yeah, uh-huh, just taking it all in as she does this magic flipperoo and accuses the Republicans of everything they're doing. Take a listen. These are individuals who are trying to desensitize the American people to the rule of law, to rules, that they are outside of the realm of rules. Let's let's you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene said the word that they as Republicans have tried to pin on the Democrats defund the police. Basically, the Republicans are now trying to push for the defunding and the dismantling of our rule of law at the federal level, the FBI, the IRS, anything that holds them accountable. And by desensitizing individuals and Americans to what actually happened on January 6th, by trying to give cover to the former main primary insurrectionist, Donald Trump, uh, through trying to thwart the work of a duly elected district attorney in New York City, uh, they're telling you everything out loud that they are working on behind closed doors. So just to be clear, again, the police state is a Republican thing, despite the fact that it's amazing how they're such ineffective police state as Republicans. They keep finding themselves in jail. Now, Joe, Joe likes history. Yeah. You like history, right? When you look at police states throughout human history, I mean, it's going to venture a guess here. You'd say yes or no. If you need a second to think about it, it's okay. I wish we had like a Jeopardy sound that we could use. But um, <laughs> police states throughout human history, the central component, the lodestar of the police state is you have a political opponent and you use police uh, the police state to lock them up, right? Lock them up. I'm, uh, okay, so I'm, I'm correct there, right? Yep. So, Joe, from your experience, police states, like they're alleging Republicans are, typically don't find their own people in jail, right? Oh, no. no. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Okay, you, you, that's no. not how that works. Okay, it's, uh, so it's weird how she accuses the Republicans of, one, of uh, being a police state, while secondly, then she accuses them of trying to defund the police, which is hilarious. So question the FBI, question the FBI on their ridiculous multitude of abuses of power, by the way. Spygate, targeting parents, the, their, their role in, in interfering in elections with Hunter Biden. Question them and you want to defund the police. But actually call for defunding the police like the Democrats and this hack. And it's a Republican thing. Here, here, she, here she tries it again. This hit is fascinating. It is. How, and watch how the commentator, again, on uh, MSNBC, watch how she just buys right into it. How Republicans who are saying to people, we don't want CRT in schools, critical race theory, because it teaches kids to judge each other based on race, which is racism. How calling out racism is Republican racism and how liberal authoritarianism. Remember, it's our people going to jail for fake crimes, not theirs. We're the authoritarians. Take a listen. The whole discussion about woke is really a dog whistle against African-American, against black people, against people of color. The things that they are deeming as woke are the things that are trying to make us a more inclusive country uh, by having books, by letting our children learn about others other than themselves and being tolerant and being loving. They want us to continue in fear and in anger towards each other so that they can take advantage of that. This is like magic. The, the <laughs> presto changer. This woman is really, I mean, in all the worst ways is impressive. 
He's like, this is the ultimate dipsy do flipperoo. You have a book yeah. that teaches people the Ibram Kendi book that literally says discriminate in the future, future discrimination, teaching people to discriminate. And that's painted as somehow racism by trying to get people not to discriminate. And the police state Democrats who on fabricated crimes we've never charged before for charges rarely if ever charged in American history have put a series of Trump people in jail for that. The Trump people are the authoritarians. Narrative control, baby. That's all that matters. This is why they love the media. The media does their agitprop propaganda. We'll never call out AOC. The woman on this panel will never say a word to Representative Stacey Plaskett for this obvious bull ever. Yeah, you're not concerned about Alvin Bragg charging Trump with a fabricated misdemeanor past the statute of limitations tied to an alleged federal crime no one's proven successfully in American history that's also outside of statute of limitations. None of this bothers you? Narrative control. Here, you want to see a perfect example of narrative control? Here's Martha Raddatz on ABC. Now, there's a parental rights bill in education in Florida. You know, you can actually go read the bill, folks. It empowers parents with some control over the education they finance with the kids who are theirs, not the schools. It is a very popular piece of legislation, the parental rights bill. How do I know that? Because Ron DeSantis won re-election in Florida by 20 points after the parental rights bill passed. Now, Martha Raddatz, who claims hilariously to be a journalist, which is probably one of the biggest jokes in the media, she's an absolute clown. She made up some new bill in Florida. It doesn't exist. And no one on the panel again, no one on the panel questions her at all that she's talking about a bill called a don't say gay bill, which does not exist. There is no bill. You can go to these bill finders and legislative follower uh, uh, social media accounts elsewhere and put in don't say gay and search for it. You'll find there's no such bill. Doesn't matter. Here's fake news moron Martha Raddatz on the panel, and they all talk about it. Here, check this out. DeSantis, let's go back to Florida here. He announced an expansion of the controversial uh, law, don't say gay, to all grades now. (sighs) There is no don't say gay bill for the thousandth time. It doesn't matter. These people have no fear. They have no fear AOC will be called out, Stacey Plaskett. They have no fear Martha Raddatz will be called out for making up a bill that doesn't exist. There is no such thing. There is no bill instructing you not to say gay. None. (sighs) Do you see this tweet, by the way, by CNN? I want to get into this coming up next, by the way, the new socialism, because it's here right now. It's on Around the Corner. You have to see around corners. It's here right now. But I want to show you this tweet from CNN first. You want to talk about being ratioed into the phantom zone this weekend. Here is a, again, tier one level moron, a guy by the name of John Blake who wrote, this was a real tweet at CNN. Ratioed is, by the way, when they comment more than they retweet something. This may have been the biggest ratio in the history of Twitter. It's usually when you write something dumb, nobody wants to spread it so they don't retweet it, but they'll comment on how stupid you are. This commentator, John Blake, writes, if you're white and you posted a GIF or a meme of a black person to express a strong emotion, you may be guilty of wearing digital blackface. (laughs) 
That's real. That's you what an idiot. That's real. No, no, that happened. That happened. What a moron. I responded back, of course, with a giphy um, of Kevin Hart telling him what an idiot he is, uh, along with thousands of other people. You see how eager they are to divide you? You put a giphy up, kind of a moving image on Twitter of someone who's not your race or whatever. And all of a sudden, you're the bigot. You see the division? That's all they have. That's all they have. Folks, the new socialism is here. It's here right now. It's not around the corner. What is the new socialism? I've talked about this before. Joe remembers. I've talked about this before, but I'm going to bring it up again in the past. It's not my idea. It was some, I read it somewhere, a guy who hates my guts, ironically, but it's a brilliant point. It's here right now. I'm going to show you how dangerous this really is. Coming up, stay tuned. Our last sponsor today, uh, Windshield Wow. I use Windshield Wow. They sent me one. Uh, you know, we have a, we have a, a, we're in a great spot here. We get to pick our, our sponsors. A lot of people want to be part of the show. And we're always happy to have them here. So I love my cars. My dad used to detail cars. So I like my car clean. I like it clean. The problem is you got to clean the windshield. And then you get the inside of the windshield and you can't get in there. I have bad shoulders. You probably know that. And elbows too. You're not going to get in all those corners. So they sent me a windshield wow, which is pretty cool. The windshield wow is an ingenious windshield cleaning device. It has two magnetic cleaning paddles. They're really strong, by the way. One on the outside, one on the inside. So when you clean the windshield, it cleans both sides at one time. All you got to do is push around the outside paddle. The inside follows along and cleans the windshield automatically. It's the cleanest my windshield's been in a long time. You have to struggle to clean your windshield. I like it. I, you know, I'm, I don't see as well anymore at 48. I need the windshield clear. It rains a lot here in Florida. It applies that firm cleaning pressure you need. It's super thin. It gets in those tight dash areas. Haze builds up fast on windshields. Use the windshield. Wow, it's the fastest and least hassle way to get super clean, streak-free, and safe windshields. I got two. I got one for Paula, too. Go to windshieldwow.com to get this ingenious cleaning device now. I just got off the bowl of pollen off my windshield this weekend with it, actually. That's windshieldwow.com, windshieldwow.com. Use Bongino, my last name, at checkout for a special discount. That's windshieldwow.com, windshieldwow.com. Thanks, Windshield Wow, for being our newest sponsor. Love the products. Good to have you here. So, folks, I addressed this a long time ago. I read a book. I don't know what it's called, The Idiot's Guide to Socialism, but I'm not really sure. It was a while ago. But it was written by Kevin Williamson, who is not a friend of mine, by the way, at all. But that's fine. I don't, again, judge people on my personal gripes with them. I judge them on ideas. When their ideas suck, you know, I'll call them out, just like they do to me. They think my ideas suck, they call me out. But he wrote that the book is pretty fascinating because it describes how liberals a long time ago stopped defending overtly communism. If you ask AOC what she's doing right now with TikTok, hence the tie-in, I can tell you what she's defending the Chinese Communist Party. That's, that's just a fact. Whether you agree with it or not is irrelevant. Chinese Communist Party runs TikTok. She's defending them. Therefore, by simple logic, she's defending the Chinese Communist Party. She won't tell you that. Why not? AOC clearly has leanings towards socialism and communism. It's the same thing. Why not just come out and say it? Because, folks, even dumb liberals realize that there's a negative connotation to communism. Why, Joe? Uh, because there's probably been 100 million or so body bags. Don't look good. Yeah. It's a lot of body bags stacked up high. Don't so work. liberals always disguise it. No, no, don't work is right. So liberals have a problem. What's the problem, guys? The problem is they love communism and they want communism, but they can't say they want communism. So what they did is they figured this thing out. They said, listen, if communism is the state control, of the economy and the means of production. State owns your farm, your, your doctor's office. 
your airline company, whatever it may be. And those companies fail, which they always do in communism. It makes communism look bad. So Williamson wrote in his book, they have this clever kind of new form of socialism where why own it, Joe, outright? If it collapses and you're responsible and the body bags that come after it as you start to kill people, if you could just tax and regulate it to death and you own it anyway. In other words, we'll give you tax money and subsidies, private businesses, air quotes. You guys do what we say because we're going to regulate you to death. And then if the business fails, you just go and blame them because we don't own it. You do. Genius. Yeah. It's the new, it's the new socialism. It's here right now. Rahm Emanuel's never let a crisis go to waste theory has never been more appropriate. Folks, it is in every sector of the economy. I'm going to get to this Wall Street Journal article in a minute. I was walking around with Paula this weekend in the mall. She went shopping for my daughter for some, uh, some athletic attire, I'll call it, right? And I'm sitting in, the, in this chair in the corner. And I'm reading this article in the Wall Street Journal. And I'm like, holy Moses, they are correct. Folks, every single portion of our economy is being hijacked by this new socialism. Government gives people money. Says, hey, we gave you money. You're going to do this. Here, just the news. The banking crisis. I thought the Democrats cared for the little guy. I mean, right, AOC, right? It's all about the little guy, the working man. Really? That's fascinating because this banking crisis, I don't hear Democrats screaming and shrieking that their implicit too-big-to-fail guarantee they now love is crushing small banks. Oh, look, just the news. You can read all these articles in the newsletter. Deposits shrink significantly in smaller banks after the Silicon Valley bank collapse. It's so strange. I thought they were in it for the little guy. The small regional banks catering to the mom and pop. Fascinating how they have nothing to say about that. As big banks get more powerful, Democrats love it. As long as they do their bidding. I.e. the new socialism. Genevieve Roche-Dechter Stop me if you've heard this before. Credit default swaps are surging. Probably nothing, she says sarcastically. Credit default swaps? You mean like insurance on bank assets and other things like that? Why would the cost of those go up? Insurance. Well, maybe you think because they're more risky. Here's the chart right there. Credit default swaps. Joe's thinking to himself, gosh, I've heard that before. Yeah. He's like, I can't remember. I can read his mind too, folks. I'm, I'm in there right now. Yeah. We have like that Pacific Rim mind link going. Yeah, and Joe's saying right now, yeah. Joe's like, he's, <laughs> Joe's like, I was a rocker in the 60s. I smoked a lot of weed. Yeah. I'm having a tough time with recall yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. He's like, man, I'm kidding. But, but, so uh, am I. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what is it? Oh, that's right. That's right. The housing crisis of 2008, yes. 2009. Credit default swaps on all of these mortgage-backed securities. Gosh, it's almost like, hear what they say? History doesn't repeat itself, but it certainly rhymes. Yeah, it's almost like we're staring at a banking crisis. You would think that was it. What's Joe Biden doing? Uh, Joe Biden's calling for more woke training in the military and that stuff. Hey, this happened too. Deutsche Bank, one of the biggest banks in Europe, as you can see in the Daily Caller, they're struggling now too. Nothing to see here, folks. Don't worry. Everybody move along. Uh, I see nothing. Give me this Sergeant Schultz here. Da uh, Daily Caller, Deutsche Bank struggling right now. One of Europe's biggest banks is in a free fall, renewing fears of a European banking crisis. No worries. Nothing to see here. Here's another one. Never let a crisis go to waste, right? Don't forget where we started this, the yep. new socialism. The new socialism is what? You don't have to own the economy like the commies want to. You just tax it, subsidize it, 
and regulate it to death after you give the companies money. Oh, look, Biden White House, conveniently, perfect timing, reclaim the net, is praising central bank digital currencies, the ultimate surveillance tool where government runs the money. It's all digital. And you know what they're going to say? You know, we wouldn't have bank runs if it was all digital. Wouldn't have to worry about banks collapsing. But why is that? Well, we would just shut it down and we wouldn't allow people to take their money out. Yeah, but then you'd control my money. Ha, exactly, idiots. That's what new socialism is. The new socialism's here. Folks, just like I talked about there, I spoke about before earlier in the show, their tactics in the street. They're brilliant. Show up in mass in the street, call for protests and shut down the economy. Learn. Works for them. Their tactics are also brilliant here. Devious, immoral, unethical, going to lead to collapse, but strategically brilliant. Their tactics here are not, are not classic old school communism. It's the new socialism. Give people money, companies, and in exchange demand that they respond to government regulations. You run them anyway. Here's the Wall Street Journal article. It's a good one. I don't have it in the newsletter because it's subscription only and it drives people crazy, but it is absolutely worth your time. It's by Alyssa Finley. It's called When Big Business Married Big Government. It's about exactly this. She goes through the latest example being Dodd-Frank and how government is now running the banking system. It is. Your banker is the government now, whether you know it or not. And the Democrats love every minute of it. I thought they hated big banks. They don't. They love them as long as they work for the government. But the piece is brilliant, not just because she covers the bank SVB collapse and others. She goes through every industry. And, you know, I'm reading this piece. I'm sitting in the corner um, of this place. No one can see. It's like a little seat in the corner of this, uh, of this uh, place in the mall. And I was so into this article. My wife walked out and she's like, where's Dan? And my daughter's like, mommy, he's back. And I said, oh, God, I'm sorry. I missed you guys. She goes through everything. The chips industry. Chips industry. Wasn't there just a chips act where we subsidized the computer chip industry here? Yeah. Yeah. And we also, in order for you to get the money, you had to sign on to a bunch of government regulations. It's almost as if governments are running the chips industry. The car industry, they've been running for years. Cafe fuel standards, mandatory uh, uh, electric vehicle production. You don't have to do it. You just won't get any government subsidies. And greedy businesses who can't keep their fingers out of the government till, like, we'll take the money. Ah, oh, chips and cars, no big deal. Banks, chips, cars. Broadband industry, taken over by the government. Healthcare, taken over by the government via Obamacare. Pharma business, taken over by the government. You see why COVID was so valuable with the vaccine, the shot? You see that? Do this, or no more government green. John Kerry says something very telling here. I want you to watch this short video. But he talks about, he's not, he's not kidding here. He's talking about green subsidies. How we've also taken up the, quote, clean energy business. It's run essentially by the government. You get a bunch of subsidies and we tell you what to do. Here's Kerry basically admitting that we've done this and we've entrenched it so much in the economy that it's almost going to be impossible to repeal now because it's happened across multiple, multiple administrations, Republican and Democrat. And it's happened right under your nose. Check this out. There's a massive movement now in this transition that is bigger than any one administration or one policy. And I don't think anybody in the future could get away with trying to reverse that. It's just not going to happen. 
He's, he's not lying. Give out a bunch of government bread, whether it's direct payments or tax subsidies. Give them to free market companies. They then become non-free market companies. The government regulates and controls them. And then when Republicans come into office and conservatives and say, listen, we can't be interfering in the economy anymore. We are not going to subsidize big banks and big pharma or any of that. What happens? These companies go to lobbyists. They start putting ads on your TV. Look at this. Republicans costing America jobs. And suckers fall for it. I want to play one more piece of video before we roll. Folks, something's happening in the Joe Biden classified document scandal. Something big is happening. This is a Democrat senator, Mark Warner, a total hack. There's a reason he's saying this. Nothing they do is by accident. I think the Biden administration's in a world of trouble with this classified document scandal. In essence, not to bury the lead. I think they may have been trafficking in classified information, the Biden team, maybe, and selling that information to foreign governments through Biden Inc. as kind of a commodity. He mentioned something about this classified document scandal getting ugly. Mark Warner, this is a Democrat, keep in mind. But he says something about the intel community here that I picked up on. Here, take a listen. We need more information about these documents. And more importantly, we need to make sure that uh, what the intel community has done to mitigate the harm. And we're still in conversations with the Justice Department. The, the administration's position does not does not pass the smell test. Uh, we've got a job not to go into the legal ramifications, but to make sure that the intelligence community has done what's right. And <clears throat> we've got some additional tools. We can restrict some of the spending. Uh, we're in active conversations with the Justice Department, but we've got to get those documents. Listen, uh, this guy is a political chameleon who will say anything to stay in power. He's a Democrat from Virginia. He's not saying that by accident. I think they've got a real problem here. I think the information in those classified documents is devastating. It may involve countries that Biden Inc. was working in and collecting money from. I'm going to follow the story and I want to get out ahead of my skis. This could be real trouble for them. Folks, thanks again for tuning in today. Please subscribe to the podcast if you would. Really appreciate it. This whole podcast ranking system is based on subscriptions and follows. It's free, absolutely free for me. We deeply appreciate you continuing to subscribe and follow. If you would on Apple, Spotify, and Rumble at rumble.com slash Bongino and spread the word about our 11 a.m. live chat, we'd really appreciate it. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.